0: Digital Drift episode 33 recorded June 28th, 2014. Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. B, I wanna to talk to you about the college thing, okay? I'm so
1: excited!
2: Hey, I'm not taking you with me.
3: Look at this place! I feel smarter already! Can you
2: smell it?
1: Yeah, it smells like $40,000 a year. Hey, beautiful, made
2: you a long-distance relationship, kid. I got your webcam so we can chat
1: 24-7. Sounds cute. I can't wait. I just had a full-blown mental meltdown in the middle of my class. I'm seeing symbols. We've kept much from you, Sam. This isn't my war. I fear it soon will be.
3: What you're about to see is top secret. Do not tell my mother. Any of these look like the symbols you saw? Where did you get these? Archaeologists found these unexplained markings in ancient ruins all over the world. They gotta mean something like a message
4: or like a map.
2: what's in my mind. I'm not going to go without you. Fate rarely calls upon us at a moment of
1: our choosing.
0: The first one is still okay. This one isn't. Here's why. I'm Alex Shaw.
4: I'm Sharon Shaw.
0: Special guest, Neil Taylor from Gameburst. I'm getting too old for this shit. And Mike Hearn. Welcome for the first time to this show. What a doozy you picked of the webcomic WalterTheWicked.com.
3: What's the phrase? Trial by fire? I, I think that's what i This is gone
0: trial to. by shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is a movie designed solely for cartoon frat boys. And when I say cartoon frat boys, I mean frat boys that don't even exist, not frat boys that like watching cartoons. Anybody possessing an intellect higher than a Mars bar will be insulted or at least bored, or both in equal measure. The divide between this possibly the lowest artistic ebb of the series, and the heights of the animated show Transformers Prime is like the difference between a Porsche and a Pooh. They're not telling a story. They're not building worlds. There is no expansion, no continuation, no fan service, no fun for kids. This is not the work of human beings. This is just a series of events that may as well have been thought up on the day of filming and randomly strung together in a one-day edit. I've got two questions before we go in, really.
4: Um, and why?
0: <laughs> I've forgotten the first one because my brain has started to, to solidify. The, the second was, what is wrong with me? I, I was just speaking to Lyra about this. I chose to do this. I chose to watch these films again. I chose to review them and drag you guys on to do so. This is the most horrible, horrible film I've ever had to review. This makes Alien vs. Predator Resurrection, sorry, Requiem, look well-managed and short.
2: It's a loud mess of explosions and scenes and stuff. uh,
0: And the comedy, the unrelenting...
2: Sorry? Comedy! Sorry, sorry, you were saying there's comedy and it implies that there was something funny. I was doing this, but you can't hear me doing that.
3: <laughs> is, it, is it comedy when it's forced? I mean, I, I think there's there's something missing in the definition there. The,
0: okay, this was written during the writer's strike, right? Which seems like a, a contradiction in terms. <laughs> uh,
3: I, was it? I didn't know that.
0: Uh, well, this film was being made during the writer's strike. Yeah, and uh-huh. stepped in to do some of the writing duties on it. I know that Orsi and Kurtzman were joined by Aaron Kruger, who went on to write the third and then the
2: fourth on his own. Oh, I hate that man so much. So, so much. He is a really, really terrible writer. Yeah.
0: Uh, I think, I think, I think I'm most astonished that I've never spoken to anybody who likes this film, and yet everyone went back for the third, and people are going back for the fourth.
2: For the record, I'm breaking my rule. I ain't going to... I'm not. I'm not. not. I've read... I'm not going back for the fourth. I'm Currently, not. it's at
0: 18% um, on Rotten Tomatoes. It was at 17% yesterday, but now I think the front lash is happening, and people are going and saying, ah, these stuffy critics. Oh, I've remembered my first question. This is all just big, dumb fun. Right. Is this film big, dumb fun? It's got it the first big. Two. <laughs> It's certainly dumb. Yep. Well, what is big dumb fun? Because Except that's the
3: excuse. Yep. Yeah, no. 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 Don't don't get me wrong. I love that movie, and I wouldn't necessarily classify it as dumb. But I think it would fit most people's definition. In that uh, yeah. Okay,
0: as in people might just sort of assume that it's dumb because uh, it doesn't wear its intelligence like straight up on its. It doesn't start quoting Proust at you and saying how <laughs>
2: clever I am. Yeah, okay, exactly. that's fair enough. How about one we you kept referencing on the last episode, Avengers? Yeah. No, 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 again, not dumb. I, I would
3: think your average person wouldn't even consider Avengers dumb, big and fun, but not dumb. It was, uh, Because, I mean, that that
0: tends to be what people say about these films when they're making excuses. They tend... Like, the critics who give these films positive reviews, the the ones who actually get paid for it, I'm not saying that they're they're better or worse than uh, enthusiast critics. In fact, a lot of the time, they're far less trustworthy for me. They tend to say, you know, if you like Transformers films, you'll like this. Now, obviously, a certain chunk of society really does like Transformers films. Where are these people? I've never heard from anyone who liked this second film.
2: Where are these people? Give me their address. I shall shoot them. Don't don't hurt people. <laughs> I know well, this film there's about a
4: billion hurt. of them apparently. Well so they're you hurting might be
2: themselves.
3: <laughs> when when I came out of the first one, and I'm a I'm a pretty big Transformers fan. Like I grew up with it. They they're right in my age range. And I gave the first one a pass at the time on that Measurement that big dumb fun measurement. I thought you know what it kind of disappointed me in a lot of ways, but it was big dumb fun. And I will go to a movie that looks like pure entertainment. Uh, So I went to the second one based on that justification, and it wrecked me. Like it just destroyed me. (laughs) The, The I I did not see the third in the theaters. I I let it sit on Netflix. We we had it on Netflix here in Canada for oh. God, it's got to have been three months before I finally broke down and thought, you know what, maybe I should watch this for free before it disappears. And while it was not nearly as offensive as this one, I still that that is time that's just I, I watched it get eaten by scarabs. It was just horrid.
2: <laughs> to quote Futurama, "You watched it, you can't unwatch it." <laughs> I can go through my short list of the good. It'll actually, pay. I just thought of something that is probably big dumb fun. Yeah. But you can't argue. Fast and Furious. Yeah, it is. The fourth one wasn't much fun. But the one, yeah, I agree with that. And I'm a fan of that franchise. And even I think the fourth one's a bit. First ugh. one's
0: fun. Fifth one's fun. Sixth one I haven't seen. No, no, one. actually, sixth one I've seen a bit. Is it fun? Okay. Third. Oh, second one's fun. Third one's fun. So the second one's dumb.
3: Yes, but can you tell me it is not fun? Uh, I don't know. It's more fun than this. Yeah. I've never (laughs) seen them, but I'm I'm taking that as a recommendation based on what we just watched. It's more car-porny as well. You know, this one, actually, there seemed to be a lot less
0: of, whoa, look at this car. Yeah.
2: Yeah, there was not Yeah. There was more. Look at these fighter jets and this boat and this this railgun that doesn't exist. Look at it. Army military good fun. Oh, and these Um, scantily
3: clad women. (laughs) (laughs) And only the American military is good. Anybody else military comes in and they're taken out in three seconds. Uh, By the way, let me let me tell you what the uh,
0: Egyptian border patrol loves: Americans. (laughs) 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 They love us. I'm an honorary American. Okay, let me just go through the good. It won't take long. Nest was a good premise. I yes. like the idea of uh, the Autobots hunting the Decepticons around the world uh, with uh, the aid of uh, like a black ops team of American like, subcontracted military. That is a film in itself. And they, they, they did it for like half a minute and then it got boring.
2: We've got half a minute, and now let's have some explosions and big giant robot in the air. Ugh. And they just cut an Audi in half. I didn't even know if that was a Decepticon. Maybe there was a guy in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not... Well, no, it was a Decepticon. It transformed because it crashed crashed through the building. All right. Okay, that's all right, then. Yeah, that... Oh,
3: no, that's a bad point. Sorry. No, okay, good. Yeah, the, the Autobots didn't crash through anything.
0: Oh, wait. <laughs> Frank Welker came in like for the, he wasn't in the first one but obviously since he voiced all the Decepticons including Megatron, Soundwave, uh, Starscream, Frenzy in the original uh, G1 cartoon he came in to voice Soundwave and Starscream in this one. So and he was doing Dr. Claw with his Soundwave
3: like Decepticons attack that kind of uh, voice. It almost sounded to me like he was trying to use his voice to make Soundwave's distortion that's that's how i took it or, or just like
0: to bring the g1 back to the Transformer series he's like watching the first film going well that doesn't really feel like what we would have been doing okay let's just bring it shall we um and starscream as i said was briefly characterized in this one he's barely in the first one but at least in this one he's like oh mighty megatron or and yeah like for about 60 seconds maybe yeah that was all right and um when Optimus was killed in effigy of the Transformers, the real Transformers movie from 1986, uh, which I'm liking more and more as I edit the podcast together as we speak. Um, not not literally as we speak. Uh, editing while podcasting, that's something I haven't mastered yet. Uh, <laughs> but, the you know, where Optimus dies. I wasn't really sad because of the way it was filmed or the proceedings of it. I was just sad because that was it from him for the rest of the film.
2: Also, you knew like- he was coming back. Well, I didn't know the first time I saw it, but uh, oh no, even I went because uh, it's he it wasn't even halfway through the damn film. You're like, right. they've killed Optimus Prime. Father says he's alive by the end.
0: That's just so they don't have to do it in the third film. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think I mentioned this one before on the Spy- Amazing Spider-Man Two podcast. Like, if, if that was if Bob Orsi didn't say, you know, let's just kill him and then bring him back in one film rather than stretching it over two, uh, then I'd be very surprised because he did something very similar in the second Star Trek film. Say mm. what. And, uh, <laughs> uh, yep, and kind of uh, rushed another certain rather important se- scenario in the Amazing Spider-Man sequence. And uh, so, yeah, I was meta-sad about that because n- then after that, the film had nothing, and I really do mean the film had nothing. That was my good list. Anybody else got anything to add to that?
4: Um, I quite liked the idea of the um, Transformers having been there for... A very, very long time, and the first human perception of them being mm. as gods, yeah. uh, if you look at the design on some of the primes, you can see how pharaoh headdresses could yeah. have been stylized on them
0: and the py- yeah um,
4: like that. and that uh, the shot of one of them getting humans to build the pyramids
0: yeah
4: that was it. That, that was it.
0: That was the only thing you there liked.
4: There wasn't anything else about it that I liked.
0: Would you say that primitive humans seeing the, these giant sort of spacefarers as gods is a little bit like Star Trek Into Darkness?
4: Eee, a little bit. Yeah.
3: hmm I thought it was just ripping off Stargate, but... Yeah, well, no, of course it's <laughs> all. Well,
4: true. I'm not even suggesting for a second that this was in any way original, but I... It, it, it led to interesting up. ideas. It did, and I thought there's actually somewhere they can go with this, and then they didn't. Failed completely to go anywhere with it.
0: Also, this isn't a good point, but uh, it's, it relates to another movie. The whole hand over the boy or your planet dies. That's like the subplot of Man of Steel in the middle, yep. which retroactively makes this makes Man of Steel somehow worse <laughs> because you you crib from Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen.
2: <laughs> They did it, I'm going to say they did it better
0: in Man of Steel. Yeah, of course they did. They did did everything better in Man of Steel. This film makes Man of Steel look like Citizen Kane. Oh, God, yes. Robot, spider and all. Um, I've got an enormous list of the bad. Like, it's literally just a blow-by-blow of everything in the film. Just like one event after the other. So, but, you know, I don't even know how to frame this other than just... uh, Look, this film does not deserve us to talk about every single bit. No, it doesn't. It doesn't uh-huh. deserve our time. It doesn't deserve the listeners time. Everyone listening either has seen it and knows it's shit and doesn't really want to be reminded uh, or, or maybe just might lead, need a few things sort of recrystallizing. So it's like, oh, yeah, that bit really was shit. And now I can remember why it was shit. So but that, that's our our duty, I suppose. If we could just sort of crystallize for people just some some really awful bits that they go, oh, yeah, I remember. That's why Revenge of the Fallen is a piece of shit. That way, if they ever get the feeling like, oh, maybe I should watch the own of the film again. It's like, no, 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 no. Come back, listen to this review, and then you remind yourself why it sucks. It'll be much shorter, I promise.
2: Or if you ever have the idea of reviewing them yourselves, just listen yeah. to us.
3: Yeah,
0: you don't yeah, need it, to review it, this it, film.
3: Don't waste your time. There's no point. <laughs> the, the only thing that I would add in the positives, and it's only a positive with a huge caveat, uh the parents i i enjoy them they don't belong in this movie but they actually make me laugh which is stupid but it's true i ah. feel
2: the need to dissect you now yeah. <laughs> be <But they're> human <laughs> very deep into my bad pit they're, oh, they're, they're, they are some of the worst things in
3: this movie. don't get me wrong this is this, this is not where they should be but for whatever reason they actually make me laugh hmm.
0: There was a bit, actually, where uh, the dad, you know, the, the house is being beset by those little droids at the beginning, and the the dad's going, oh, God, we're under attack. And I'm like, yeah, remember that bit when you were doing this exact same thing in Small Soldiers? Yeah? That was like training camp for this.
2: Actually, no, <laughs> they, they, they had one good bit, I think, towards the end of the film. I'll give them that. What was the... Where they thought Sam was dead. I thought, okay, yeah. The oh, yeah, they, they did a bit up. of acting. Yes, yeah, they actually acted, and I thought, actually, no, that, that's good. I like that. That's
0: Technically, yeah, actually, to give them credit, Megan Fox actually gave a little bit of, like, you know, she actually seemed... Again, you
2: know, because of the conversation we had about the last episode, watching her more closely this time, she... I want to see her actually in something where they don't go, look, it's a gorgeous woman. It's like, let's actually let her act and see how well she does. Mm. It, it, uh, there'll be a lot of people out there who
0: hate Megan Fox going, you're fucking crazy, but seriously, look at the slim pickings we're working with here, folks.
4: She did a pretty good job in Jennifer's body, mainly because she was parodying the look-a-sexy-girl mm. thing. Yeah. Mm. I yeah, actually I've really, really
2: would like... I really want to see her take on a serious role. I think she could be a fairly competent... You know, I don't think she's going to be like a Jodie Foster or anything, but I think she could be fairly reasonable and, and can be quite entertaining. Okay. The only other film I've seen her in is Jenna Hacks. Oh, God, yeah,
0: Jenna Hacks.
2: Oh, that was awful. We're going to miss her for three, I think.
0: We're going to miss her for three. Oh,
2: you do miss her for three. That's, that's, that's not even a joke. That's... See, I,
0: I think, considering what they do in three, I might hate three even more, but we'll we'll see, shall we? We'll see. It'll be a nice, fun surprise.
4: I mean, she her, her script and her dialogue was... Foul and appalling in this one as well, but she did at least continue with that thread of what Neil brought up for the first one, where she's actually getting involved in the action. She did a lot more shrieking and covering her head in this one, but she is kind of there when danger is threatening, refusing to take the safe option and and go and hide and wanting to to stick with it through the whole thing and being brave and sacrificing and standing up for something and all of the things that Sam gets highly praised for and told it's his destiny at the end, will you fuck off and just...
2: again? Michaela should be yes. the hero of this franchise. Yeah. I'd actually, I'd actually say if you watch her during the smaller, quieter moments, uh, or scenes where she's just meant to be background, she's, she's actually acting and trying, you know, doing a really good job of either showing concern or fear, just little moments.
4: I think it, she she's does good. the best she can with what she's got. It would have been really sweet if she'd been able to Uh, Act through the shitty dialogue and make it clear that all of the sexy, sexy, cutie, cutie bits that she does, which seems so totally out of character with a uh, leather-wearing, motorbike-riding, car-fixing... Tomboy. Tomboy, exactly. Um, That she was doing all that with her tongue firmly in her cheek and purely because she knew that it would get the response that she wanted from the inexplicably testosterone-driven robots...
2: Um, right. You know what? If John Malkovich can't act through the crap, I don't think she stands a chance. Is
4: John <laughs> that Malkovich, is a fair point.
2: <laughs> is John Malkovich in the third one?
0: Yes. Oh, my God. I've forgotten that. I knew Tim Robbins was in it. Isn't
4: Francis it's... McDormand? In
0: yes. It? And Wash.
4: Yeah. Alan Tudyk.
0: Alan Tudyk? God, I've I've blotted so much of this third one out. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, d- before I go into my enormous bullet-pointed list, has anyone got any, like, serious
2: axes to grind with this? You mean apart from the racism? The blatant, yeah. horrible, stereotypical... That's on the list. <laughs> I knew it it's on
0: the list, but that doesn't mean you can't
2: cover it now if you don't want... To. If, if you it's want just... to... Uh, just go for it. Oh, I mean, Jazz was was bad in the first one. I mean, it was like, what the hell? But but the, t- the Twins oh fucking hell... Really? Have we? They are some of my favourite actors ever. Are black. You've got guys like James Earl Jones, Idris Elba. Yet we are falling back on this horrible, depressing stereotype. And it's just... Oh. I feel dirty. I actually feel dirty because of the twins. It's just like... And then you sit around, and bear in mind, I watch this in the fucking cinema, and there is people laughing at them. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake.
1: Whoa, 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 okay, I'm not even with you guys. Technically, I'm like a hostage. This is kidnapping. Enough is- if- lay out! This guy's gonna give me a heart attack, I swear. That's cause you the me to that car, right? So I think
2: he's scared. Hey, Mudflat. What are we going to do with this shrimp taco? Well, I'm just bumper capping ass, throwing me the truck, and
1: then going to know nothing, no, not me. Wait, not my truck. Your bumper car, check it out. I'm hearing you, okay? I'm right here, and I can hear you. No one's popping any caps in any asses, okay? I've had a hell of a day.
3: Why don't you get a haircut with your bitch ass?
1: Go on to your
2: boyfriend.
0: Put it like this. When you're watching Transformers Prime, and you listen to Kevin Michael Richardson embodying Bulkhead, you can tell that technically if Bulkhead was a human being, he would be black because of the way... Because he's voiced by Kevin Because Macle- he's voiced it's by Kevin Richardson, an enormous, <laughs> charismatic black man. That That's done in a way that's not so overt that they're like, ah, ah, he's black. Oh, no, You see the teeth? You whole don't think of him that is.
2: You don't think of Bulkhead like that. You just think Bulkhead really- is awesome.
3: I get to be your bodyguard for
2: once. How cool is that? Raph found the first one here, right? <laughs> Did you just scream like a little girl? No. Maybe. Can we talk about this later? The twins. Okay, right. The- Seriously no.
0: They are characterized in ways we have seen urban caricatures characterized in live action before. If you took their facial features and rendered them into a cartoon caricature with the enormous ears and the enormous lips and the gold tooth that we don't like reading... If you stuck that into a cartoon, just good luck trying to get that released in cinemas and making $800 million, because you would have <coughs> fucking lawsuits. But for some reason, because it's they're robots and they're green and they're red, it's okay, and no one's going to notice. Same as no one noticed that Jar Jar Binks wasn't actually a Rastafarian. Was uh,
3: was the names of one of the twins, they, they were Skids and Mudflap, Mudflap. right? Mudflap was, is... What, was that like god was that intentional because god
0: as it happens the uh, the guy playing mudflap is uh, is black the guy playing skids doing let's not mince words blackface it's tom kenny which won't mean anything to most people but if you know your voiceover artist, this guy is a, like a huge player in the voiceover scene and very white At what point during the voicing session did the vocal director say, play it like this? And did Tom Kenny say, you alright? I want
3: to see the exact discussion there. People will do anything for a paycheck. I'm gonna see what else Tom
0: Kenny has uh, done. He's SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh god.
2: Proves that you will do anything for money, I suppose. We're
3: gonna get a lot of these, these terrible yeah. sullen silences, aren't we? Where we're all just, like again, I mean, I wasn't, I'm not exaggerating. I, I feel exactly the same as I did coming out of the theater the first time, except that this time I chose. Like I knew what I was getting into. <laughs> Right. Um,
0: we've already talked about this for half an hour. I'd say that's like the de- 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 sudden death time. Hang <laughs> on. De- 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 sudden death. <laughs>
4: okay. Right. I have one other thing that I wanted to say that I really didn't like about it. Mm-hmm. This I mentioned when we were reviewing the first one that there wasn't a great deal of grown men acting like grown men. They were all acting like uh, just cardboard cutout adolescents and... Mm -hmm. running around waving guns at people i apologize for that i take that back because it seems like They were trying to redress that a little bit in this one by having people saying every five minutes, don't be a girl, don't be a pussy, be a man, man Man up, don't be a wimp, Uh, just generally throwing it out there that you are expected to have stiff upper lip and accept the horrible, terrible things that are going on around you at all times. Otherwise, we take away your balls and your man card has to get handed in. And all of those other stupid, ridiculous, stereotypical things Things that reinforce this idea that men only come in one shape and style, and he's putting it next to the idea that women only come in one shape and style. Literally, all the girls at that college look exactly the same, except they have different coloured hair, and so do the three holographic girls on the, the Transformer motorbikes.
0: The three identical it's, it's female, like- Transformer, RC, Alita, something, and... Chronia or whatever name was. Yeah,
4: but it's like Michael Bay can only see one type of female and all of the women are invisible to him. And now he's trying to do this same thing with there's only one type of man and all other types of men are sissies and pussies and can fuck off. And millions <laughs> billions these films have made and it makes me so cross. <laughs>
0: Do you know at the beginning of Bad Boys, when those guys are trying to hustle Mike Lowry out of his uh, Porsche and they uh, get a girl to walk across the road so that they can get their attention and then carjack them? One of them says to the girl, titty, titty, strutty, strutty. Is that how Michael Bay directs? Yes.
3: Very likely. Right. I'm going to go
0: through the bullet-pointed list and I'm going to see if I can get this done in ten minutes. Because I am done with this film. My list. Wow. Okay. Deep breath. <sighs> Ian Hyde is explicably English. Didn't notice that. He is. Do you want huh. a piece of me? More parental embarrassment. Fucking dogs. Times two. Leary yep. shots of Megan Fox and that Terminatrix. She has like a tail that comes out from just above her panties, which we get to see. Thank you very much. Tiny little fucking gremlin robots with enormous firing dick guns. That fart fire. At least two gags where someone runs into a wall and hits their head. I'm surprised they only got to two. Bumblebee now can't speak again, even though he resolved that at the end of the first film. And now his junkie on style sampling of people's speech, a lot of which seem to be Tom Hanks, is now just annoying. An -hmm. impromptu, unwarranted and entirely uncomfortable striptease from Megan Fox at the beginning. The line, if God made us in his own image, who made him? Referring to Optimus Prime. Just so many head slaps. Starscream drools lubricant.
2: They all drooled the All the Decepticons
0: did that. Yep. No reason. Just it's extra business.
4: Bumblebee cries it. Yep. And spits it.
0: Let's not forget that he weed it all over uh, uh, Edmund Simmons in the first one.
4: So why and did l- he not now run out of lubricant? Got a lot of it. Can't he also
0: spunks it all over that girl in the car and then smashes her face against the dashboard. That she turns out to be a Terminatrix later is by the by. It's like he was trying to
2: kill her. He was simulating a car crash. He was turning into Christine there. Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> the awful... God, I could have been watching Christine. That would have been so much
0: better. And any of the Fast and the Furious films. The awful pot Brownie skit. What the fuck was that even doing in a family film? Sp- 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 Stupid college full of stupid idiots. 21 Guns by Green Day played three times in and the space of the a credits. few minutes. And then yet again at the end credits. Do you know what's worth
2: for? When it's not worth dying for. I
0: don't want to hate that song. I don't want to hate Green Day, but
2: now I hate Green Day. In- That's just a good thing. <laughs>
0: Megatron breathes underwater and in space. Transformers don't breathe.
4: The Decepticons talk English now, apparently.
0: The idiot scriptwriters take on an education in physics. It's almost like they're saying, hey, all you frat boys out there, college is bullshit, isn't it? And all of you guys out there who can't afford to go
2: to college or don't go to college on purpose, college is bullshit, isn't it? I- also, if you're a college professor, you can flirt with your students in front of the the what do they call it, dean? The, dean. the, the head of the Why college. Why
4: is the dean in the class? No introduction to that at all. They don't say it at the beginning of the sp- of the scene. He just says, "You're making me look like an idiot in front of the dean." Why is she just randomly sitting in on his class?
0: I'm going to go um, ahead and say that Rain Wilson is one of the top. 100 maybe in the top 50 funniest people walking the planet what the fuck was he doing in this film not being funny at all for two minutes off being a really creepy college teacher
2: really really,
0: really creepy the last mimsy was better the stupid spy bot thing named wheelie it was the decepticon michaela grabs him he goes oh get off me and she immediately burns his eye out with a blowtorch and he call it calls her a bitch and Warrior Goddess at one point as well. And no, twice.
4: And it humps her ankle.
0: And it humps her ankle. Right. It could have been an Autobot. She, she burns its eye out because it's obnoxious. She hasn't yet met the twins. To be
2: fair, it had red eyes. No Autobot has red eyes. Oh, that's all right then. Yeah, there uh, go. that's my logic there. That's, that's, about, that's probably be. more thought than they did. Then she takes it, it,
0: you know, bouncing around inside a little tin case on an internal flight on an aeroplane within America post nine eleven. No. 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 <laughs> no. Especially not after a logged terrorist attack from giant insectoid mechanical
3: aliens. I, I love how, too, every robot in this movie can only be damaged by the plot. The amount of damage <laughs> takes... <laughs> Is can only occur with the plot because they you see them get ripped to shreds and in to the next shreds scene, you say but, <laughs> in the next scene they're perfectly fine
2: unless the plot dictates otherwise. Yes, one of them gets eaten by Devastator. For fuck's sake, and he's fine. I cheered that bit and he was fine. How dare he be fine? I would say that is not Devastator. It doesn't look like any
0: Devastator I know. Uh, he, the, care, but he had one of them and they survived. Oh, oh. Pathetic roommate Leo in the whole film. The most uh, he was more annoying than Shia LaBeouf, and my God, was Shia LaBeouf annoying in this film? Yes, yes. He was doing a like a a comedy take on. Uh, uh, OCD and, and like a, you know, somebody in dire need of Ritalin or they, actually, you know, somebody who the American pharmaceutical system would consider is in dire need of Ritalin.
3: I think he was trying to be, uh, John Leguizamo. Did I get his, did I get his first name right? The oh
2: God, guy? That, yeah. He, I he, think he, that's he, who he was trying
3: to be. Or
0: also Frenzy in the first film. That, that kind of thing. <laughs> Okay, this is, uh, the, at this point in the film I just wrote down too much shit happening too fast for me to log. And yet the film goes on for
2: 786 hours. Yeah, at one point I paused this film again to do something and I, my tweet was, there's still a fucking hour! That was when the
3: uh, wheelie was humping the lake. That's exactly when I paused it, when I just yeah, had enough. And I was like, enough. it's still a fucking hour. One whole fucking hour left. <laughs> uh, oh.
0: Enough. Um, the, the bit where Megatron tries to take like the, the, the information out of Sam's brain with a saw. The human brain doesn't work like that. It's it's like that bit in Zoolander where they go the file is in the computer. It's like a comedy bit. This was the point by the way where it was just this endless fucking fight and chase scene that led up to the point of uh, Optimus's death. I turned off the sound and just put on some Skrillex instead. It was better just listening to dubstep because that's carefully organized noise. <laughs> At least I have faith that the person who put that together has some idea of structure, and I don't like dubstep normally.
1: Okay, so what else don't I know, right since so you guys forgot to mention some minor details, huh? Then you saw back there, That was a little baby Ow! Ow! Oh my God! Oh my God! Ah!
2: can't tell if Dubstep or Transformers having sex. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that one. Either. Dubstep is better to, to listen to than Transformers. It, it, it's, it, it, it's that squinty one involving Fry staring at something. Ah, oh, yes. Oh, yes. I quite enjoy those ones.
4: Ah, that's another thing. The concept of Transformers having sex, not outright stated, but the prime that they find in the Smithsonian refers to his mother and his father
2: point my Very father was the fir- first girl. Do you know what wheel. he transformed into nothing but he did it with honor
0: yeah what um doesn't one of them in transformers 3 have enormous
2: bollocks as well that was devastating in this one i'm direct well
4: the playing. the uh, terminatrix one has boobs
2: yes well, yeah. she's yeah. trying to,
0: in her the, the three yeah. motorbikes yeah. she's trying to emulate a human being a hot girl. No, no,
4: no. Even after she's turned into the the robot version of herself, yeah. she has big circular areas on her chest, yeah. and the three uh, motorbike transformers become
0: wide
3: unicycles.
4: They're like yeah, they're, Wait, like RC. They are painted in a manner that makes it appear they are wearing bikinis.
3: I, I didn't get a good look at them. Tell me, they didn't put the headlights there. Uh,
4: they may have done.
3: Oh God. They're moving
4: too fast for me to tell, which is a good way of summing up most of this movie.
0: All the this is after I saw Pacific Rim, uh, and it Pacific Rim makes the Transformers films seem so bad now. Like Pacific Rim and Avengers, they literally have everything that people considered to be good and worth going to see about the Transformers films was in Pacific Rim, plus tons more. Why didn't a billion dollars get sunk into Pacific Rim?
2: Because for some reason people wanted to see grown ups too. Yeah. You know what? Fuck, On- at only least a
3: dollars worth of people. Yeah.
2: <laughs> only Americans, guys, which none of
3: us are, so we're all good with
0: that. Uh, yeah, we're okay with that. Okay, the the point I was starting to make there was that all the bots move in exactly the same way. Not one of them has a distinctive movement pattern that you're like, well, that's obviously like if any one robot was moving in silhouette. In like a stick figure, you couldn't tell which was which.
3: Probably just one mocap actor.
0: Yeah. Um, And they have no weight and no motion to to them. There's no sense of of, of anything actually moving. Um, It's just a a metal mess. And so, bye-bye Optimus. Now here are the twins for the rest of the movie. These disgusting racist stereotypes. And at this point, I actually, like, tears hit my eyes. Because I was like, this is... And it wasn't like this wonderful license laid low. It was just like, I can't believe I'm watching this. I can't believe this made $800 million. I can't believe people came back. It did. So they go to Simmons and his his deli, which... I'm broken. Jetfire. His performance... Reminded me of Nightmare. Do you remember the, uh, the 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 thing with the helmet and the warp yeah. forward sidestep? You know when you meet, they, they meet the people who do like very eccentric theatrical performances to guide them through the dungeons. Yep. The sort of performance that Jetfire hands in would be acceptable and even kind of fun for Nightmare. And I'm sure it made the Americans... Like, slap their thighs and oh, what a fun British performance. But it's just so, it's so put me out of, like, there was nothing, I was, wasn't even in the picture anyway, but all I could picture was the actor performance.
2: You're in a room, I'm front of, in front of you, sat on a bench of something, there's a man that looks like a monk, and by the side of him there's a table. It's Warning team, a life force energy level is low. Simon is in no condition for combat. This is a level two malignant. Losing here would be fatal.
1: How to you, dog's bottom! <laughs> Listen, adventuring cur. I guard these halls. Face me, or the right path is closed to you. Master me, and Show yourselves the suffer my infinite wrath! Good little spiral cord-based organisms! Behold the
2: eternal glory of Ziaquire! Now listen, team. Level 2 guards are notoriously rude and vulgar, but cannot attack you until you fail to answer their riddles. Simon, you must challenge him by saying... I challenge. The only way that would have worked if they'd got Brian Blessed to do it. Yeah. Although, to be fair, Je- Jet Jetfire <laughs> did get the one genuine laugh out of me when he farted a parachute. No, when he said bollocks because I just thought that was funny. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> bollocks. It's just the way he said it, it was quite.
0: You Remember? said it, Mister Fire. <laughs> Michaela wakes up in on Leo's crotch for no reason except. <laughs> The exposition dump that oh, yeah. gets laid on them at this point by Jetfire is similar to the level of sheer bollocks that exists within the Scientology doctrine.
3: That was the, that was the second exposition dump to boot. The first one was with the military suit guy. Oh, yeah. Where he basically recapped the entire first movie. Were the
0: humans of any use in this, apart from just taxiing Optimus Prime's body from one place to the next? And since Jetfire can teleport, he could probably have done that too. Really? Were the humans of any use at any point in this film? That The military, that is.
2: No, because after the... Like I said last time... After they get used to that, that, that bit where they were actually useful in the first one, cause they're never useful again. Mm. They, Nest, who was set, which we already said was a good idea, you know, an interesting idea, an interest, interesting place to take it, gets his ass kicked the first time we see it. They fuck up. Because they run into weird crane, Decepticon, Transformer things that, I mean, the body count in Shanghai, fuck. The body count in this movie,
3: was higher in the first five minutes than it was in the 300. Yeah.
0: The crowbaring in of The Matrix, they may as well just have called it The Other Spark. It doesn't matter what that thing's called, they just called it The Matrix. Not that I'm desperately trying to preserve the sanctity of the original chronology, but it's just like, right, well, you've done The Matrix, now you can't do it again.
3: <laughs> the, uh, the thing that boggled me about that, and it, it, this is where the fanboyism comes in, Well, he put The Matrix a in a sock?! Well, <laughs> no, there's a key. They refer to it as a key the entire time. There is a key in Transformers lore. It's the it, key of Vector Sigma. What? Well, yeah, it's, 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 I think it's, it, to my knowledge, it's the only key. Just use the one that's called <laughs> a key! It's just, I, just, I can't,
0: ah. Uh, uh, because they <laughs> basically this one, they were trying to sort of remake the Transformers 1986 movie. Because people sort of remember Optimus Prime dying. And then they sort of remember, oh, didn't he come back to life in the cartoon? Yeah, we're going to put it together in this film for you. And there was a Matrix or something, so they'll stick that one in there. People are basically, they figured people would look up from their coke. if They, were, they went, Matrix, Matrix? Oh, oh, oh. Speaking of Matrix, the bit where that probe thing crawls inside Sam's mouth... <laughs> Is from the Matrix. Yeah. Meanwhile, Hugo Weaving's actually bearing down on him going, this is very familiar. (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) I wish Megatron had said something like that, because it was done so better in the Matrix as well. Of course, everything was done better in the Matrix. Everything was done better in
0: the Matrix revolutions than this.
3: Oh, God, yes.
0: The targeted EMP... Speaking of Matrix revolutions, when EMPs go off... In Matrix Revolutions, it fucks all the machinery around it. They even make it a plot point where they're like, we, you set off the EMPs too early, now we're defenceless. A Decepticon sets off an EMP or something. They, they call it an EMP. Um, the, the, but
2: no, it's, it makes a noise. It, That's it, all it does. It, it makes a noise and suddenly the radios don't work and they explain by, oh, it was an electromagnetic pulse. Why don't they just say it was a
0: jammer? If the, the fact that they say it's an EMP, it's like, well, isn't... Isn't the Transformer also going to be disrupted by this EMP? It's a pulse! It's not a ray,
3: it's a pulse! But, but they're aliens, Alex. They don't work like we understand.
2: <sighs>
3: Yet they urinate and stuff. And through <laughs> the script writers
0: on the audience. <laughs> the Constructicons merge to form an ugly, shitty mess. Sam's parents appear as if from nowhere, for no reason other than to have them there. Anyway, endless tedious robot versus robot versus American military versus screaming civilian battle that takes forever, goes on forever, and doesn't ever end ever. And it only gets worse in the third one. Sam is told by Bulkhead that he's the most special human ever lived, and it's his destiny to unite the something, despite the fact that he's a worthless, irritating little shit. Oh, and it only gets worse
2: from here as well. should be the freaking
3: hero why why is there even a human hero necessary that's the one thing that i've never been able to exactly yeah in a film called transformers focus on the robots bring back hot rod
0: (laughs) they have him bring back optimus and then the fallen tony todd turns up goes yoink (laughs) takes the matrix and then Jetfire goes I'm so ruddy impressed by that have my parts. what follows is basically then pimp my Prime (laughs) by the even bigger toy kids Prime flies off says let's roll in a kind of a sort of a, a side way not in a kind of like zoom in on his face let's roll just in a kind of oh just have him say that and it reminded me that after he's given his speech in the first one, free will is the right of all sentient beings. And like you know, he's like transform and roll out. As he says that, Jazz goes, "Yo, let's roll," or something like just like this pathetic like like stepping on his speech. And he's like, shut up, Jazz. I'm glad they kill you in two seconds. <laughs> So, yeah, he, he just, he, Prime then just goes and fucks up the Fallen. That's it. He just goes, fights him, fucks him up because he's more powerful. That's it. He's, what, 5,000 Super Saiyan. I think
2: you meant Super Saiyan, <laughs> over, but okay. 9,000.
3: Oh, he's <laughs> over 9,000. That's the one. Sorry, I forgot the meme. Sorry. Sorry. You know, that that part bugged me way more than it should have just because probably because of the whole movie, but I, I had zero tolerance for him saying, let's roll, and then flying. That, <laughs> that just,
0: like, no. Time to fly. <laughs> Something that has eluded the Autobots since the (laughs) dawn
2: of time. Hell, something that (laughs) eluded them. It was an actual plot point in the cartoon that they went and actually made Transformers that could fly. The aerial
3: bots. Yep. Which never made any sense though, because they actually flew from day one. Did Bumblebee kill Devastator? No, the railgun did. That's the, you ask what the US military did? That's what they did. They killed Devastator
2: in one shot. Yay. One shot, no scope.
3: And then, at the very end,
0: there's a rushed, flubbed, copycat ending of the original, including the message from Prime to Who Cares, and a note-for-note, copy-paste Linkin Park song aping the first film for no reason other than to synthesise the sense of satisfaction that we left the cinema with the first time so that we might come back again, and it must have worked because everyone came back for the third, and they brought one half of a friend with them each.
2: do you know
0: what's worth fighting for when it's not worth dying for
2: Not me. I went back. I'm so sorry. Can I apologize again for the fact that I have seen all three films in the cinema? And,
0: and then, we'll then really, really sorry.
2: sorry. And then 21 Guns again.
0: Do you know Anybody got anything to add to that? Thanks. Fuck it's over.
2: <sighs> <And we've laughs> I'm serious. Now. I mean I, I, I got ragey about certain elements in, like, Alien vs. Predator Requiem. We all know there was a certain bit that really pissed me off in that film. Women are not tubes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I can't even say this one makes me angry anymore. It just makes me despair. Despair at the fact we, that this was a success, the fact it got made, the fact that people go and say, it's okay, it's big. We have to stop that. I think we really have to stop the whole it's big dumb fun it's okay it doesn't have to be smart. We got really good blockbuster films that were intelligent. Look at Christopher Nolan's Inception. Mm. Mm. That was a blockbuster action film that was not dumb. A little hard to follow in places I'll get I, was, I will admit that but it wasn't dumb. It wasn't the level of this. This is this is drooling on your shoes stupid. <laughs> You are made of stupid. Let's let's let's
0: find some positives on it, shall we? The positive reviews. Well, anyway, I'll look for positive reviews. It's going to take me a while. Anybody oh else gosh. want to talk about this film?
3: The only oh. thing I wanted to say, I just had this one thing written down. The, the uh, at the end there, when Prime is giving his his usual speech, most people say, you know, I could listen to X read the phone book. I would really rather listen to Peter Cullen read the phone book than anything he said in this movie ever again. Aaron A. Aronson.
0: <laughs> this read- movie is like the playdate from hell, the kind where a crew of children reduce your home to rubble and conduct endless fouts of loud war in the living room floor while you ponder the propriety of opening a bottle of wine. <laughs> Mary F. Poles from Time magazine. That was a positive review? That was a negative review. I, I, had, a, I-, I had a pretty excellent time, says Dave White of movies.com checks in the mail built from the ground up to be a popcorn devouring eye-popping nostalgia sparking crowd pleaser says ali gray from the <sighs> it's frustrating that if transformers 2 took itself a little more seriously it might just have blown audiences away the same the way the original did that's sam bathe from fan the fire that's that was a positive review With Bay under pressure to squeeze as much content into two and a half hours, it was inevitable that some elements of the formula wouldn't work. That's from Dragan Antolov from Drax Blog Movie Reviews. Those some elements are all elements. Even the score was shit this time. I was listening out, I was like, okay, right, you know, but at least the score in the first one's really quite catchy. Is it going to be good in the second one? Just the only bits that I was like, oh, that's quite good are just literally just Bits from the first score, yeah. Doesn't even have that.
2: I read a slash film uh, film website I go to a lot. I actually have a good description of Transformer films. The Transformer films, or at least the three sequels to Michael Bay's first film in the series, uh, disregard story concepts left and right. Characters are secondary to spectacular. Uh, sorry, to spectacle. Geography and time are subservient to the impact of beauty shots. Uh, Stunning uh, narrative. Building blocks regularly fall by the wayside. That's about all three of them, really. Hmm. Bayformers
0: 2 is a mess of story loosely glued together with lame jokes, fighting pixels, and Megan Fox's ass. Interjection They're polygons. <laughs> <laughs> that was Mike Edwards from What Culture. That was actually a negative review. Mostly it's. Punch Your Face Loud from Jeff Mayer's Metro Times. Again, that's a negative. I've I've run out of positives. This one uh, is currently sitting at 19%, which means it's only 1% higher than Transformers 4 Age of Extinction. Are you finally swearing off these now,
2: Neil? Yes, I'm not doing it. I'm not. I can't. I cannot do it. Maybe that's it. Maybe
0: everyone going to see, like, three didn't, like, sit down and watch two again on
3: DVD first and remind themselves, Oh, yeah, I hate these films. I had absolutely zero interest to see 4. Uh, I still won't pay to see it, but I had even decided not to watch it if it came on Netflix or other free opportunity, but Movie Bob kind of made it sound watchable, which I'm very torn on because I I really like what he has to say about movies. Let's see what Mark Kermode had to say about the second
0: film.
1: Okay, very early on, The Woman. Yes, because you saw the first one. Yeah. The The Woman, what's her name? Megan Fox. Is Drake No, sorry, can I just say <laughs> Megan Fox. Exactly. <laughs> A real treat. Megan Fox. I would say while Mark was saying that, he bent seductively (laughs) over the leatherette armchair. So why is it that Megan Fox, when we see it. Megan (laughs) Fox. Is bent over a motorcycle in very yeah. short shorts. What, what is that about? Well, this is, I mean, this is, I have to say, essentially, at the kind of the heart of my problem with the whole Transformers thing. Because look, okay, originally Transformers, as you know, it's a toy. Here's the thing. Here's the plot of the toy. Car turns into a robot, turns back into a car. <laughs> okay? So there is a Transformers movie, you know, there's cartoon Transformers. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a kid's toy, and I have no problem with that sort of thing. That's absolutely fine. And then what happens is they decide to update Transformers. And they say, okay, let's make it, uh, let's make a huge, big, enormous Transformers movie. And therefore, what we're gonna have to do is we have to maximize the, the, the audience now, essentially, as everybody understands, Transformers audience is, you know, uh, young boys who want to watch robots hitting each other. That's absolutely funny. It, it is, it's a kid's toy product thing, okay? But in order to make the sums add up for the new Transformers movie, what they have to do is to say, okay, well, let's, you know, let's add an element of, uh, stuff that will attract the teenage audience. And effectively, what Michael Bay has done, I've said this before, uh, Michael Bay is a, is a filmmaker with a pornographic sensibility. I mean, everything about the way the Michael Bay film looks, he's like, wah! hey, Whoa! Eh? Whoa. <laughs> Look, car, whoa, look at that car, whoa, that robot, whoa, that engine, whoa, Hey! eh, eh? Whoa, that Megan Fox, hey, eh? Whoa! Is and he okay, from Croydon? Pardon? Is he from Croydon? Everyone who says that is, is from Croydon, Right. <laughs> so that's, that is essentially his filmmaking sensibility, and that's, that, that's how he's done it. So what they've done is they've said, okay, so let's, we'll make the Transformers movie entirely like that, with the whole look of the film, the whole sound of the film, everything about it would just, whoa, whoa! 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 Robots! Whoa! Whoa! Now, To some extent, I, you know, I can kind of tolerate 90 minutes of people going, what about robots hitting each other? What bothers me, and it bothered me in the first Transformers movie, and it bothers me even more, and this may just be to do with, you know, rampant political correctness on my part, I don't know whether I missed a meeting, or at exactly what point it became completely acceptable to make a movie that's essentially aimed at young kids, that has such a leery Quality to it in terms of its uh, the way that it looks at the female characters. I, mean, I mean, I'd say female characters. I mean, I think even using the word characters is overstating the way they're used. When we are introduced to, to Megan Fox, as Simon quite rightly says, she is you know draped over a motorcycle. The bit that you miss is then that the, the rest of the movie has exactly the same aesthetic. There is one moment in which uh, Shia LaBeouf, Sleepy LaBeef, Snoozy LaPork goes to um, <laughs> goes to, to, to college, where his college incidentally appears to be entirely peopled by the population of Maxim magazine. And uh, immediately he is pursued by a young woman in a short skirt, uh, whose short skirt the camera follows in a paparazzi-like fashion. And Michael Bay actually makes a plot point of doing this. I I don't want to spoil the surprise if anybody actually wants to go and see this. But it's almost like there is a science fiction plot point for the leery way in which the camera follows this, you know, this, this, what I say, you know, she's meant to be a college student, but obviously she's actually a 35-year-old pole dancer, probably. (laughs) And so, what bothers me not thirty-five. Me, whatever, not Megan But what, so, what bothers me is that you can no longer just make a stupid action movie with robots hitting each other, which I have no problem with at all. That's absolutely fine. What you do is you crank it up to to get as far as you can get within the certificate that kind of just that that will give you the biggest possible audience. And somehow, it has become acceptable for that kind of movie to have the most leery, the most absolutely Neanderthal, the most. I think, reprehensible and rather sad attitude to the way that it looks at those characters. And you see this, I mean, Michael Bay has produced a number of uh, horror movie remakes in which this very same quality is evident. So I want to be absolutely clear. Yes, the film is mind-bendingly terrible. It is incredibly long and incredibly loud and incredibly boring and nothing happens very loudly about 100 times. OK, so all those things aside and the, the uh, b- because of the way that the, 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 the robots are now animated, to be honest, you, you know, you, you, you neither know nor care which bit of, of robot tree is hitting which other bit of robot tree. And there's there's some weird sort of backstory about why the Transformers are back. Because, as we know, we thought they are gone away. But essentially it is robots turn into cars, turn into robots, start hitting each other with added war <laughs> all the way through. And I'm sorry, but I have now got to the point that I have lost patience with this. Now, I think it's not enough to just say this is rubbish and it's not. It's actually time to say, no, enough is enough. We really cannot just embrace a world in which this is now being given to us as essentially middle of the road, multiplex. It's not good enough. It really isn't good enough. And I'm, I'm quite serious when I say this. It's not just that it's a bad film. It's that it's a film with a rotten heart. The only thing that's at its heart is a big ringing cash till. And it is like seeing somebody just getting a, you know, a a, a towel, which has been sort of with money in and just squeezing the money. And literally you can just you can hear the cash registers. They go, "Okay, we're hitting all the points. We're doing all this stuff. We're doing as far as we can get away with in a way which has no artistry, no invention, no wit, no nothing at all. It is just there to milk the money out of the largest possible audience in the most cynical, most dreary, most boring possible way. I hated it! Do you
0: know for? There's a bit at the end where Megan Fox is hugging Shia LaBeouf and she's got this smile on her face that kind of says just a few more hours, just a few more hours I can go back to my trailer and be out of this horrible photo shoot I never want to come back here again and somehow they roped her back in for Turtles Anything else on Transformers 2 Revenge of the Fallen?
4: Did anybody else find um, the portrayal of Shia LaBeouf's reaction to having all of this code and and symbols in his head a little bit uncomfortable? Yeah. They seem to be deliberately setting it up as uh, something like epilepsy or... Um, some kind of autism spectrum disorder, or something along those lines. OCD. And then like when,
0: severe OCD.
4: And then when he goes completely over the top in the class, the tutor's response is basically, "How dare you have a mental breakdown? Get out of my classroom!"
2: Yeah, these it's, whole films are starting to make me feel uncomfortable if you think about them t- for too much. Well,
0: they're not designed for you to think about them for too much. We're working against the grain. We're not even supposed to really talk
2: about them. The first rule of Transformers is you don't talk about Transformers.
4: (laughs) Do you know, but this, they charge you how much to go and sit in a cinema screen for two and a half hours to be fed stuff that is purely designed to keep you in your seat and busy for two and a half hours. I can stay home for two and a half hours and masturbate
2: for free.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And on that,
2: Bob show. Sharon just dropped the mic and walked away. (laughs) That was it. I think that's a showstopper,
0: folks. Uh, We'll see you next week for... Transformers 3, Dark of the Moon, and then we're done. I ain't was really <laughs> Transformers 4, not for years, until it's like a penny on DVD, folks, or on Netflix. That's it. Not spending anything. Thank you very much, Neil Taylor of Game Burst. I'm, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> I'm sorry, Neil. I made you do it twice.
2: Twice. <laughs> once as bad manners twice as my own stupidity to explain me
0: and Neil were going to review these films uh, all three together in one podcast about six months ago we we watched the first one we watched the second one we watched the third one we couldn't even start by the time we got to the third one we did, we just had no energy to...
2: and trust me watching these films back to back is even worse yeah. did you guys go to see a doctor
3: after that I think that there's long term
0: effects I, It's it's a violation of the soul uh, Mike Hearn, uh, do, do you want to tell us a little bit about your webcomics Since you're uh, brand new on here I, I, I kind of really haven't showcased your abilities yet I'm Oh, sure
3: I'm get you back on for something Sure, sure, yeah I've had a lot of fun Thank you for having me on, by the way No problem Walter the Wicked is uh, is from the villain's perspective He's the titular character there And it's kind of imagine. Probably the best way to sell it is Imagine if Q from Star Trek uh, Mixed with Pinky and the Brain in a medieval setting Nice
2: I will just say I, I did quickly earlier flick over to What Were the Wicked and the the, the, the one about the greens I th- was quite funny. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that did make me chuckle quite quite happily. It was funnier than anything I just watched in Transformers, that's for sure. Something
0: <laughs> You will laugh your ass off if by comparison to any single one second of even the highest comedy in Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. <laughs> <sighs> Dogs humping giant robot dicks. Okay, enough, enough, done, done, done. Let's all go and masturbate. (laughs) I've been Alex Shaw. I've been Sharon Shaw. And wash your hands first. (laughs) Newell handshake Handshake complete. complete.